To learn more about The Church at West Gant, visit us at www.thechurchatwg.com or visit our Facebook page, and we would love to connect with you. Have a great day. I'm excited to get in that baptistry today and spend some time celebrating new life in Jesus. Porque estoy emocionado para entrar ahí al bautismo y celebrar nueva vida en Jesús. Today there are six people. Hoy hay seis personas that will be walking through the baptistry. Que van a bautizarse. Declaring what Jesus has done in their lives. Declarando que Jesús ha hecho en sus vidas. But before we get to that part of the service. Pero antes de que llegamos a esa parte. I wanted to make sure that we all had an opportunity que todos una to hear the same message that they've heard el mismo que ellos han and to respond to that in the same way if we need to. Y en la misma si so let's get into it. Así que vamos a Read with me 2 Corinthians chapter 5 beginning in verse 20. Reads this way, Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Así que somos embajadores en nombre de Cristo, y como Dios los exhorta por medio nuestro, les rogamos en nombre de Cristo, reconcíliense con Dios, al que no conoció pecado, por nosotros Dios lo hizo pecado. Para que nosotros fuéramos hechos justicia de Dios en él. In this passage, Paul argues that because he is an ambassador of Christ, he implores the people of Corinth to be reconciled to God. En este pasaje, Pablo argumenta que porque somos embajadores de Cristo, él implora a la gente de Corintio que se reconcilien con Dios. And I want to spend a moment on this word implore. Y quiero tomar un momento para enfocarnos en la palabra implorar. This word implore is a passionate plea. La palabra implorar es un llanto de ser. It is Paul getting on his hands and knees before a group of people. Es Pablo poniéndose en sus manos y rodillas en frente de la gente. And he begs them to accept the good news of Jesus Christ. Y les ruega que aceptan la mensaje, el mensaje de Jesús. What would bring a man like Paul to do such a thing? ¿Qué haría a un hombre como Pablo hacer algo así? The only thing I can think of that would make me go to my hands and knees before someone would be if life and death were on the line. Paul, a man of strength. Pablo, un hombre de fuerza. A man who had persecuted the church out of passion and zeal. Un hombre que seguía la iglesia con pasión. Puts himself on his knees before a group of people. Se postra ante sus rodillas en la gente, con, en la gente. And says, I beg you to understand what I have to say today. Y les dice, les ruego que entiendan lo que les quiero decir. That plea is the same this morning. Y esa petición es la misma en esta mañana. Life and death is still on the line. La vida y la muerte sigue en pie. What we declare from God's word today is not just some simple story. Lo que, lo que declaramos hoy no es simplemente una historia. But it is a story that changes lives. Pero es una historia que cambia vidas. So I want to dive into this passage a little deeper. Así que quiero entrar más en este pasaje. And I want us to see three things about God. Y quiero que veamos tres cosas de Dios. And my prayer is that if you walked into this room today not knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Y yo oro que si usted entró aquí no sabiendo quién es Jesucristo. That you might make the same decision that these six have made. Que usted podrá hacer la misma decisión que estos seis han hecho hoy. That it's time to become a new creation. Que es hora de ser una nueva creación. It's time to follow God. Es hora de seguir a Dios. 
So what do we learn about God from this passage? Así que, ¿qué, ¿qué aprendemos de Dios en este pasaje? Number one, God is a righteous God. Número uno es que Dios es un Dios virtuoso. See, Paul says you must be reconciled to him. Pablo dice que usted tiene que ser reconciliado con él. And what that teaches us is that if we have to be reconciled, then something was broken. Y eso nos enseña que si tienes que estar reconciliado, algo estaba quebrado. There's a good English phrase. I have no idea how this translates into Spanish. If it ain't broke, si no está quebrado, no lo arregles. But it is broken. Pero sí está quebrado. It needs to be fixed. Estar It's got to be reconciled. Tiene que estar And so Paul, he declares, he implores to these people. Entonces Pablo declara, él implora a esta gente. Be reconciled to God. Se con Dios. Because God is righteous, he is perfect. Dios es virtuoso, él es perfecto. And you are not. Ustedes no lo son. You are broken. Están you are in need of a savior. Necesitan a un salvador. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4 says this. Deuteronomio en 32:4 dice. It says the rock his work is perfect for all his ways are justice a god of faithfulness without iniquity he is just and upright. Él es la roca cuya obra es perfecta porque todos sus caminos son rectitud. Él es un dios fiel en que no hay iniquidad, es justo y recto. Everything about this God that we came to worship today Todo de este Dios que hoy a is perfect. Es perfecto. There is no wrong in him. No hay maldad en él. But us, Pero nosotros, we came full of wrongs this morning. Nosotros entramos hoy. We came full of imperfections this Con imperfecciones morning. Hoy. And because of that, we don't meet God's standard. Y por eso no llegamos al estándar de Dios. Because God's standard is righteousness. Porque el estándar de Dios es virtud. And es we are not righteous people. Y nosotros no somos gente virtuosa. Paul, Paul tells us again in Romans chapter 3 verse 23. Pablo nos dice otra vez en Romanos capítulo 3. That all have fallen. Que todos han caído. All of us are short of the glory of God. Todos estamos cortos de la gloria de Dios. There is not one person in this room. No hay ninguna persona. Who can stand before God and declare that they are righteous. Que se pueda parar ante Dios. Not in their own power, at least. Sorry. Because of this, Por esto. without Christ, we are a hopeless people. Sin Dios, somos una gente sin we are condemned esperanza. by our own actions. Estamos condemnados por nuestras propias acciones. If you walked into this room today without Christ, si caminaste aquí en este cuarto hoy sin Dios, you are without hope. Tú eres sin esperanza. When the end of the world comes, cuando venga el fin del mundo, or when Jesus calls us home, o cuando Jesús nos llama, or when the lugar, end of our life comes, o cuando llega el fin de nuestra vida, we will stand before God one day. Estaremos parado, parado en frente de Dios algún día. And we will give an account for all that we've done. Y le daremos cuentas de todo lo que hemos hecho. And the only thing that will matter in that moment, y lo único que va a importar en ese momento, is whether or not we have chosen to follow Jesus. Es que si hemos decidido seguir a Jesús. Without him, we have no righteousness. Sin él no tenemos virtud, la virtud. God remains righteous, we remain flawed. Dios se queda virtuoso y nosotros con fallas. But this is why the gospel is called the good news. We hear that part of the story and we go, wow, thanks for beating us up, pastor. We walk in, 
maybe even frustrated to hear another sin and condemnation message. Y a veces nos ponemos frustrados a escuchar ah otra vez yo he pecado. But the message of the cross is not condemning. Pero el mensaje de la cruz no es condenación. In fact, Jesus even said that himself. Hasta Jesús dijo eso. I didn't come to condemn the world. No vine a condenar al mundo. But to save it. Pero para salvarlo. So let's hear the second half of this message. Escuchamos la segunda parte de este mensaje. Not only is God a righteous God, but he is a loving God. No nomás es Dios uno de virtuoso, es Dios virtuoso, él es un Dios amoroso. There's an important phrase in this passage that we read from 2 Corinthians. Hay una frase muy importante en lo que leímos en 2 Corintios. That if you read too quickly, you'll miss. Que si lo leas muy rápido, se te se te va a ir. It's at the very beginning of verse 21. Es justo en el principio del verso 21. He says, for our sake. Dice que para nosotros. It's for us. Es por nosotros. It's for you. Es por, para usted. It's for me. Es para mí. That Jesus came and did what he did on the cross. Que Jesús vino y hizo lo que hizo en la cruz. It's not for anybody else, it is for you. No es para nadie más, sino que es para ti. It is a personal invitation for you. Es una invitación personal para ti. As you sit in this room this morning, understand. Mientras están aquí en este cuarto, por favor entiendan. That what Jesus did on the cross 2,000 years ago. Que lo que Jesús hizo en la cruz hace 2,000 años. Was for your name. Fue para ti. Was for your good. It's for your sake. There's a verse in 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9. It says this. It says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but he is patient toward you, not wishing that anyone should perish, but that all should reach repentance. El Señor no tarda su promesa, como algunos la tienen por taranza. Más bien es paciente para con ustedes porque no quiere que nadie se pierda, sino que todos procedan al arrepentimiento. God's desire is that you would be saved. El deseo de Dios es que usted sea salvo. God's desire is that you would find life. El deseo de Dios es que tú encuentras vida. God's desire is that you would be reconciled to him. El deseo de Dios es que usted se reconcilia con él. God wants to bring you into a right or righteous relationship with him. Dios te quiere traer una relación, una relación virtuosa con él. But there's a problem. Pero hay un problema. We all still have that sin. Todos todavía tenemos ese pecado. And what we learn in this passage is that not only is God righteous and loving, y lo que aprendemos de este pasaje no es nomás que Dios es virtuoso y amoroso, but God is also a just God. Pero que también es un Dios justo. So the, the sin that we bring with us entonces el pecado que traemos con nosotros has to be paid for. tiene que estar pagado. See, many of us believe that Jesus just wiped our slate clean magically. Pues muchos creemos que Dios nomás nos quitó todo, que nos dejó limpio. This is a wrong understanding of the gospel. Pero es un entendimiento equivocado del evangelio. God did not snap his finger and make our sin go away. Dios no nomás dijo y se nos fue nuestros pecados. If he had done that, God would no longer be a just God. If we walked into a courtroom today and a judge came in to do his job, declaring judgment on the law, and instead of passing judgment, he allowed everyone to just go free. Is he a good judge? No. No. 
He's a terrible judge. Es un juez Kick de la that man out. <laughs> Sácalo de aquí. He needs to be fired. He's not doing his job. Él no está haciendo su trabajo. Tiene que ser despedido. And God is a just God. Y Dios es un Dios justo. So this problem of sin had to be dealt with. Entonces este problema de pecado tenía que resolverse. The debt had to be paid. La deuda tenía que ser pagado. So the good news this morning. Así que las buenas noticias de hoy. The better news of the gospel. La mejor noticias de hoy. Is not that Jesus magically wiped away our slate. No es que Jesús mágicamente nos quitó todo el pecado. It is much more than that. Es mucho más que eso. It's that he assumed our debt and he paid it for us. Es que él asumó nuestra deuda y él pagó por ello. It is that the judge stepped out of his platform. Es que el juez se sale de su plataforma. And he took the consequence for us. Y él tomó las consecuencias por nosotros. That's a God worth serving. Ese es un Dios que servimos. He didn't sacrifice his ability to be a just God. Él no sacrificó su habilidad de ser un Dios justo. He didn't sacrifice his ability to be an all-loving God. Él no sacrificó su habilidad de ser un Dios amoroso. He didn't sacrifice the fact that he is a righteous God. No sacrificó que el hecho que él es un Dios virtuoso. But this righteous, loving, just God made a way for me and for you to come to him. Pero este Dios virtuoso, justo, hizo un camino para nosotros. It's the message of the gospel. Es el mensaje del evangelio. Because he is righteous. Porque él es virtuoso. The standard is righteousness. El estándar es la virtud. Because he is just. Porque él es justo. The payment for unrighteousness had to be filled. El pago de la, de la iniquidad tuvo que estar pagado. Because he is loving. Porque él es amoroso. He who knew no sin became sin. El que no conoció el pecado se hizo pecado. Jesus did it for you. Jesús lo hizo por usted. This morning you're going to see the testimony of six people. En esta mañana vas, van a escuchar el testimonio de seis personas who have heard this message. que han escuchado este mensaje. They have understood the love of God. Ellos entienden el amor de Dios. And they have made the ultimate life-changing decision. Y han hecho la decisión muy grande en su vida. To follow him. De seguirlo a él. When they step into this baptistry, cuando ellos se paran aquí adentro del bautismo, they're going to be giving testimony to the fact. Van a dar testimonio del hecho that they are no longer dead in their sins, but they are alive in Christ. De que ya no están muertos sus pecados, sino están vivos en Cristo. The question is, la pregunta es, do you need to make the same decision? Necesitas tú hacer la misma decisión. Maybe you walked into this room today, tal vez entraste aquí hoy, expecting just to celebrate someone else's decision. Nomás esperando a celebrar la decisión de alguien más. But maybe as you've heard the good news of Jesus Christ today, pero tal vez hoy ya que has escuchado las buenas noticias de Dios, you've recognized that you've never made that decision yourself. Reconoces que tú no has hecho ese mismo maybe decisión. Maybe you need to come. Tal vez tú tienes que venir. Maybe you need to give your life to Christ. Tal vez tú tienes que dar tu vida a Dios. To be reconciled to Him. Reconciliarse con él. And begin a new life. Y empezar una nueva vida. I want to pray for you this morning. Quiero orar por ustedes hoy. Before I do, I want to dismiss all those who are being baptized and those who are doing the baptisms. Y'all can head on upstairs. There should be six of you plus a couple pastors. Antes de eso, quiero despedir a esos que se van a bautizar o que van a bautizar a alguien. As they're headed out, I want to just voice a prayer over those who are in the room and then here's what I want to do. Mientras ellos van saliendo, yo quiero orar por ustedes. It may seem kind of strange. Tal vez se, se mira un poco raro. It may seem a little weird. Tal vez es un poco extraño. But maybe you've made the decision that you want to follow Jesus. 
Pero tal vez tú has hecho la decisión de que tú quieres seguir a Dios. What I want to do, Duncan, I told you we weren't going to play a song, but will you come back up and just strum on your guitar? We don't have to sing. But here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Esto les voy a pedir. I'm going to pray, and then when I get done, there's just going to be some soft music playing in the background, and I would ask all of us just to enter into a time of prayer. Voy a orar, y cuando yo acabe, va a haber un poco de música de ambiente. And if you need to make the decision to follow Jesus today, y si usted tiene que hacer la decisión de seguir a Dios hoy, I want to invite you to come forward and pray with me. Quiero invitarte que vengas aquí enfrente para que oremos por usted. And then I'm going to make the real big challenge. Y luego voy a hacer un cambio de veras. Whether you showed up ready to get in the water or not. Si tú llegaste listo para bautizarte o no. To follow through with baptism this morning. Para que tú también te bautices. I believe we've got six scheduled. Tenemos aquí seis que se, que se van a bautizar. But we can do as many as God leads. Pero podemos hacer lo cuanto Dios manda. I want to pray for you this morning. Voy a orar por ustedes hoy. Father God, you are righteous, you are loving, and you are just. We are not like you, God. We have fallen short of your glory. We cannot attain what you ask us to do, God. We are, it is not in our power. It is not in our ability to be who you need us to be. But God, through your love, you made a way. Through the cross of Jesus Christ, Father, you paid the price. You took the payment for our sin. That death that we're supposed to experience, God, Jesus took that for us. He went to a cross and he bled and he died on our behalf. The debt is paid. The judgment has been passed. The ruling has been declared and the sentence has been dealt. Death. But Jesus stood in the gap for us, knowing that we are unable to pay that debt, knowing that we are unable to do that in our own power. God, you sent your son to stand in for us. You sent your son to pay the payment we could not pay. And through his blood, you have reconciled us to you. And God, I stand before this congregation today, God, imploring them, God, begging them not to walk out of this room without making the decision to follow you the most important decision they will ever make. God, that passion of Paul as he gets on his knees before the people of Corinth and says, come and follow Jesus, be reconciled to him. God, I pray with that same passion today, God, that if there is anyone in this room, God, who doesn't know you as their Lord and Savior, Father, that this would be the moment that your Holy Spirit pushes past all the junk and the drama of life that he pushes past all the fears and the, the sin and the, uh, the, the, uh, the intimidation of it. God, he just pushes through all of that and gets to their heart and says to them, it's time. And God, I pray you would fill them with boldness and courage to take a step out of a pew this morning and come forward to be reconciled to their God, to be saved from the problem of sin and death to find life at the foot of the cross. And God, through that, your glory would be made known, your name would be proclaimed, that new life would be found. Duncan's gonna continue to just strum on the guitar for a few minutes, and 
I don't even want you to stand up. I just want you to sit with an attitude of prayer and I want you to, to bow your hearts. Maybe you're in the room this morning and you've already done all that, man. You are a committed follower of Jesus and I love that. That's amazing. In this moment, praise God for your salvation and ask God to do it again in someone else. Maybe you walked into this room not knowing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. In this moment, I would implore you. I would beg you. Don't walk out of this door the same way. If you need to pray with me, if you want to commit your life to Jesus, or if you just need to come and pray at the altar, the altar's open for you. I'm going to stand over here on the Oregon side, and if you need to come commit your life to Jesus, I'm going to be here. We're only going to take a couple minutes. This isn't going to last long. And so if you need to make a decision to follow Jesus today, this is the moment. This is the time. This is it right here. Don't miss it. We could keep going into 2 Corinthians chapter 6. He opens up and he says, the day of salvation is today. It's right now. That's the next verse that we didn't read. It's this moment. It's for you. Come and do what you need to do.